Are you out there doing your best to get on with life? Because, as you already know, it's what you make of your life that really counts. And sometimes having a few shortcuts to help you on your way can be very useful. The NLP Matters podcast might just be the toolbox you need to focus your attention, your effort, your drive onto what really does make the difference. Built on the foundation of neuro-linguistic programming, the NLP Matters podcast offers proven recipes you can use to create and sustain your life your way. G'day and welcome to the NLP Matters podcast. I'm your host, Joe Clark, and I welcome you back today as we continue to discover how meeting our basic six core human needs can either result in us indulging in eternal loops of behavior that don't deliver the results we want or can produce effective behaviors and strategies that propel us towards our goals and dreams. Today, we're considering the core needs of significance and then the need for love and connection. Remember, we're talking about needs, not merely wishes or wanting or hoping or nice-to-haves. These essential needs must be met. The only choice we get is whether we meet them in resourceful ways, that is, ways that serve us well, or in unresourceful ways. Let's start with the need for significance. For those of you who are familiar with the Australian comedy show Kath and Kim, you can borrow the line, look at me, look at me from the show to capture the essence of this need. Because ultimately, meeting our need for significance means being noticed. As young children, we learn that we're important and matter when the people who love and care for us respond to our needs and support our development. Where children do not learn that they're important and matter, they will behave in ways to make the world pay attention to them. And they will learn that these behaviours are essential to gaining their sense of importance. As adults, this doesn't change quite as much as perhaps we might like to believe. Many people feel uncomfortable acknowledging that they have a need for significance, yet it is precisely in our failure to recognise and resourcefully meet this need that we end up developing some very dysfunctional behaviours. In pursuit of significance, we can become bullies or arrogant leaders. We can judge others harshly and even sabotage plans that in turn creates drama and feeds this unmet need. Many abuses of power can be sourced to the practice of unresourceful strategies that successfully feed the need for personal significance. If, however, we acknowledge this need as a valid and important one, because it is, after all, through the need of significance that we come to know that we really do matter, that we have value both intrinsically and also we can add value, then we can choose resourceful pathways that will fulfill this fundamental need. And one resourceful way to meet our need for significance is through meeting our next core need, the need for love and connection. Love and connection feeds directly off and back into significance. 
In the beginning, we meet our need for love and connection through connection to self. This then extends to include connection and love of others, such as our family or friends, our tribe. And then it moves out to the wider environment through acquaintances, business associates, clubs or groups we're members of. As we work our way through the core needs, we can see how they are all linked. Feeling connected and loved also adds to our feelings of significance and certainty. Whilst knowing we are significant means we can set personal boundaries and choose who and how we form deeper connections and relationships with others. As humans, we're inherently social beings and we're driven to belong. The need for connection is basic to us all. In the early days, having a tribe was essential for our survival as a species. We looked out for each other and we knew that our opportunities for survival were dependent on staying connected to the group. As I record this podcast and we continue to watch the COVID-19 pandemic unfold, we can see the increased importance of love and connection being acted out right now as humanity confronts the unknown of a highly contagious and potentially lethal virus. Countries have closed their borders and limit access to only their own citizens, their tribe, and excluded others. We hear about those who belong and those who don't. If you have the misfortune to find yourself in the wrong country, where you're not part of the tribe, there's a very high risk that you may be abandoned with very little support, such as we can see in Australia with overseas students who are stuck here with no access to financial or medical support and very little chance of financing or navigating their way across the world to home. It is precisely at times of stress or high uncertainty that the needs for significance and the need for love and connection become paramount. It is also the time when we're likely to observe the behaviours and strategies that people use in order to fulfil these needs, magnified and exaggerated. The more we gain an understanding for these needs, their interdependence and impact on human behaviour, the more choice we have about our own reactions and the more capacity we have to respond to others based on their needs, not just on their behaviour. So we can see that the two needs of significance and love and connection are closely linked. One way to think about this link is that the meeting our need for significance is how we create a sense that we matter. Whilst feeling love and connection to ourselves first means we can then give both significance and love or connection to others. Many people meet their need for significance through their chosen profession. People with a high need for significance are often found in employment areas such as doctors, nurses, teachers, CEOs and business owners where there's a high level of service given to others and sometimes this also means they're acknowledged and appreciated for this. Choosing a profession of service can be a very resourceful way to meet this need. You become a giver of significance. Of course, as with all the needs, the need for significance can also be met in unresourceful ways. For example, people who have lots of drama in their lives 
and are constantly bringing that drama to others' attention, maybe meeting their need for significance, but it's not the most resourceful strategy. If they're constantly seeking external input to feel like they matter, then when that external validation is not there, they lose their sense of worth because they're dependent on others to feed their need. At an even more extreme end, the need for significance can be met by putting others down, making them feel small. People using this strategy are significance takers. They gain their sense of self-worth by making sure everyone knows how hopeless or pathetic those around them are. They focus and highlight everyone's frailties and faults whilst ignoring or downplaying their own. There are many ways we meet our need for love and connection resourcefully, from doing things like using meditation or exercise to connect to ourselves, playing a team sport to connect to others, or spending time with our family, taking walks by the beach or through the bush to connect to the environment. There are a myriad of ways we can meet the need for love and connection. However, we may also be meeting this need unresourcefully. Things like taking up habits and addictions that damage our body, smoking and excessive drinking or drug taking are all examples of unresourceful ways that people are feeling connected to themselves physically. Being overly aggressive or constantly arguing and being violent towards others or even vandalism are examples of unresourceful connection to others and or the environment. So let's look at one scenario that shows us how meeting these two needs can work out. Now remember that it's not a bad thing like many people mistakenly believe to have a need for significance. In fact, as we've already seen, because it is a basic core human need, then of course we're going to behave in a way that will have us meet it. It is neither good nor bad, it just is. In contrast, the need for love and connection is widely accepted as a valid and important need. I get a bit curious when we compare the difference in the reputation between these two needs, the need for significance and the need for love and connection. In many ways, the need for significance gets some bad press. It is seen as just getting attention, which is perceived as something we should avoid or be ashamed of, which of course is mistaken. We all need to be noticed, to be seen and to belong. And now knowing what we know about the six basic human needs, we all know that this need will be met. Pretending it doesn't exist is just not an option. All we get to choose is whether to meet it unresourcefully as a significance taker or to meet it resourcefully as a significance giver. Recognising how this need of significance plays out in families, with friends and in the workplace can give you powerful insights into what is motivating people and their behaviour. Let's say you have two teachers who share an office at a school. One teacher focuses on building their students' and colleagues' self-esteem and competence. They see their role as one of support and serving others, 
Each challenge and difficulty that arises is seen as another opportunity to make a difference, to learn a new way, to develop and to serve even more. This is what brings them joy and deep connection to themselves in their chosen profession. This teacher is universally recognised for their work and often acknowledged for their contribution. The second teacher, however, focuses on how hard their job is. They constantly complain about how difficult it is to teach the students they have as they consistently insist that they're treated unfairly by students or colleagues and leadership alike. They're always calling on their colleagues to validate their status as a victim and wanting them to rescue them and intervene on their behalf. Just like the first teacher, they are universally recognised by others. However, this recognition is focused on what they can't do or don't do. Both teachers are meeting their need for significance, yet, as we can see, their approaches are as different as chalk and cheese. The first meets their need for significance by giving significance to others. They draw on their inner certainty that they do matter and have both the capacity and the willingness to make valuable contributions to others. They don't need external acknowledgement to motivate them, although somewhat ironically, it is these very people who often receive the most acknowledgement and recognition from others. The joy and connection they feel towards their profession fulfills their need for love and connection simultaneously with the need for significance. In contrast, the second teacher is meeting their need for significance by creating drama wherever they go. They insist that others recognise how hard they work and the difficulties they face. Because they perceive that they are treated unfairly, they have the delusion that their work is harder than everyone else. They have the most difficult students, the biggest workload, the most corrections and the least support and so on. This teacher is meeting their need for significance by taking significance from others who obviously have it much easier than them. They're positioning themselves in the centre of everything. It is all about them. They derive their sense of self-worth by how many people sympathise and rescue them. And they believe that sympathy and being rescued is equal to love and connection. In this case, the connection to students and colleagues comes at a price. Because... This teacher will believe you're either for them or against them. You must either buy into the victim's model of the world or you quickly become part of their problem, a persecutor to the victim. It's very instructive right now as we look at the world and the impact of the pandemic, as we listen and watch the very behaviours around meeting the core needs for significance and love and connection being played out. Are we emphasising the opportunity to spend time with family, keep connected to loved ones? Or are we feeling like a victim of the virus and the plotting governments, the selfish employer, the lazy employees and others? Just like all the basic core human needs, our need for significance must be met. It is not a negative or a positive, it just is. 
If we choose to meet this need resourcefully, being a giver of significance, we just might find we're simultaneously meeting our need for love and connection. Giving us two for one. Now that's got to be good, right? The ultimate quality of our life depends on our capacity to consistently meet the six basic core human needs that form the major driving force behind human behaviour. As our understanding of each of these needs develops, we become aware of how the needs are also interwoven together. Choosing unresourceful strategies to meet one need will have a flow-on impact to your other needs. However, you can make resourceful choices instead, confident in the knowledge that these two will flow through, building the momentum of success and deep satisfaction as you continue to build the life of your dreams. Join me over the next episode as we move on to the two higher order needs and continue to discover how we can resourcefully meet our needs whilst we achieve the outcomes we want to have in our life. In our next episode, we will focus on the two higher order needs of growth and the core need of contribution. So stay awesome and I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Wow, thanks for showing up and listening in. We would love to hear from you. Send your thoughts, ideas or questions via email to joanne at destinypursuit.com.au. Now it's time to take today's recipe out into your own life. Notice the differences that show up as you apply it. We'd love to hear how you are progressing with your new approach.